what's up guys what's going on i'm back this is pauline theologies daily devo i'm paul and we are still on the samson saga and this time we are on probably one of the most well-known stories in scripture samson and delilah so if you're tuning in and you haven't read yet, go ahead and open your Bible to Judges 16, 4 through 22. Stop the tape. Go ahead and start uh, reading it and see all that's occurring. So you can come back and listen to it, talk about it, and see what God's got in store for us to learn today. If you've already read it, then let's jump on into it, man. What has happened? What took place in the story? Well, one of uh, the lines that is special and unique is the first line, verse four, where it says, and Samson loved a woman and her name was Delilah. See, that's already tells us right there. It's going to be something different, man, because all these other times it says he sees them people and he wants them. He says they look right to his eyes. But this one was something special. It was different. He said. Samson loved a woman and her name was Delilah. Well, the Philistines weren't playing. They knew it, man. They knew that boy was smitten. And so they uh, tried to get her to turn on their side. And of course she did. He had all the money or they had all the money. I think it was like a hundred uh, or 10,000 shekels or something like that. 10,000 pieces of silver each, each. Uh, from the lords of the Philistines, man, that could be some dough right there. That could be a whole lot of dough just so they can get Samson. And uh, they paid the money, and she was like, well, they didn't pay him yet. But they offered the money. She's like, all right. He said, go and uh, find out how we can afflict him, how we can, uh, where his strength comes from, and how we can afflict him. And the word for afflict there actually could mean like uh, it's it's what's used for a term when um, somebody is oppressing someone, they're humiliating them or they're uh, they are taking advantage of them in a cruel and evil way. So it's like saying, um, how can we literally humiliate this dude? You know, what I'm saying how we can humiliate him, torture him, bring him down low, afflict him. I think that's what some translations say. And so this is a pretty big thing that they're trying to do. But what makes it so crazy is that Delilah goes and he tells she tells Samson the exact same words that they use. She was like, how can I bind you? What is your strength? Where does it come from? And how can I bind you to afflict you? That's crazy, man. And then Samson is just like, OK, with that. But he loved this woman, I guess. And so he uh, he goes and he makes something up. He says, uh, if you get two, if you get like bowstrings, man, which bowstrings are actually the uh, the the sinew of an animal that uh, I think it's the hamstring that they use to make these bows, the strings out of a bow to, to shoot arrows. But the significance of that is the reason I'm saying it is because he's telling her these things to use on him that he is not supposed to be even touching. Like that's the, the flesh of a dead animal. And it's fresh because he says use fresh bowstrings that's never been used that aren't even dry yet, man. That means he just they just get, pulled them right off of the animal. He says if you do that, then I will be uh, I will be able to or I won't be able to have strength. I'll be like any other man. And she does that, has the dudes hiding in wait. 
And then she's like, the Philistines are upon you. The Philistines are upon you, Samson. And then he just busts some things. Pop. You know what I'm saying? Straight off. It says they turn like fire melted uh, between his hands, man. And he took care of them dudes. And then next, she was like, oh, Samson, man, what did you do? You have deceived me. You tell me lies, man. You tell me lies. He's like, why don't you tell me where your strength comes from? He's like, all right, I tell you this time. He's like, man, if you get strings that are brand new, straight brand new, you know what I'm saying? And you tie me up with two of them. He's like, then I will be like any other man and I will not have the strength. She did that. And then she uh, had the Philistines lying wait and they were like, the Philistines are coming. The Philistines are coming. And then he just snaps them off. Wha pow! You know what I'm saying? And then uh, he took care of them dudes. And she come back to him, Samson, what's going on? Why have you deceived me? Why do you tell me lies? And then uh, he was like, okay. He's like, this time if you take my hair and you wrap it up in a loom and you uh, put a pen in it, man, you know, my locks. He's like, then I'll be like any other man. And so uh, she does that. Then she calls the Philistines. She's like, the Philistines are coming. The Philistines are coming. He just ripped his hair out the loom and the, and the weave and the pin. And that's got to hurt, though. You know what I'm saying? I get my hair braided. It's kind of tough. It gets, it starts to hurt when you get trying to pull out. But anyway, Samson just pulled it on out, whipped them up, man, beat them dudes. And it was, it was over with, man. And then this time, Delilah, she says something else to him. She says, how can you say that you love me, man, when you do not even give me your whole heart? Ooh, that probably just uh, stabbed Samson in the heart right there. Because remember that first line, the key line says, Samson loved a woman and her name was Delilah. And so when he bring that up, how can you say you love me? It hit him. It hit him. And with that, it says he told all of his heart. He says, man, a, a razor has never come upon my head. He says, if you cut my hair, I will be like any other man, like all the men in the world, man. And so it says that uh, she called the she called the Philistines this time, said, get your money ready, man, because I know he's told me everything in his heart. There's something different about what he was talking about this time. She laid him on his lap, you know what I'm saying, with his head on the lap, kind of caressed him. He fell asleep. She had some guy come through to chop his hair off. He cut the hair. He had like seven locks in his hair, chopped the hair off. And then she had the Philistines lying wait. They brought the money to her. They gave him. They gave her the money. And then she's like, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. The Philistines are upon you. And Samson says, man, this time I will go out just like I've gone out before. And I will dominate these fools. And then another key line here. It says, but Samson did not know. That the spirit of God had left him. Whew. He tried. He could not defeat them. Man, it says they took him and gouged out his eyes, man. And they put him in prison. What can we learn from this story about who God is? Well, the uh, first thing that I think we can learn is that God is faithful to his promise. Good and bad. He is faithful to his promise. And the promise he had for Samson was that if you if you get your hair chopped off, man, I'm gone. I'm gone. And when Samson's hair was chopped off, God was faithful to that word. And his strength disappeared. He was like a normal human being. 
That's tough, man. That is tough. What can we see about man? What do we learn about man in this passage? Well, I think sometimes we're consumed in our own success and pleasures that we don't even realize when the spirit of God is not with us any longer. When God is not in what we're doing, we are so good at whatever it is we're doing. We're so awesome at achieving whatever goal that we want to achieve that because we see success in it, we don't realize that the spirit of God, that Yahweh is not in it anymore. And that's so sad. That is so sad. Well, what can we apply? How can we apply these truths to our lives? Well, I think first off is that we can recognize the faithfulness of God in the good and the bad in that because he says what he says, he's going to do what he says. And so what I mean by that is, is that uh, he disciplines us. That's a beautiful thing, man. As a father disciplines a son, that's how we know we are um, his children. And then that discipline that he does, man, makes us aware that he is paying attention to us, that he is in our lives, that he sees us and he wants us to do well. I think that's a beautiful thing about the faithfulness of God is that he says what he says and he does it. But also, I think we need to be sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Be sensitive to what he has to say so that we can follow him and do his will. We need to keep in step with that spirit so that we know his will. Like I think it says in Isaiah, like uh, the spirit is walking uh, behind me, telling me to go left or right. Let us be sensitive to that spirit and know he's there and recognize that our power and our strength, it comes from him. I thank you guys for listening today. And I hope that, uh, yeah, this this uh, story and this time that we've gone through judges has illuminated some of the things um, that maybe you haven't seen before when you do your normal judges thinking about Gideon and Samson because Samson bro he crazy Samson crazy man we ain't even gone through the whole thing yet we still got one more story that we're going to uh, talk about with him and then we're on to the third book thank you guys for listening and I'll uh, see you guys in the next one